Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Pirates played game four of their four-game weekday series. A win for the Marlins would mean a series split. Braxton Garrett went to the mound for Miami. He went opposite of the former tall drink of water, the right-hander Zach Thompson, former Marlin. Uh, with the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, the Marlins again showing off their flair for the dramatic today in 11 innings. They walk off the Pittsburgh Pirates 3-2 on this Thursday afternoon at Lone Depot Park. It's their second straight walk-off extra inning one-run win over Pittsburgh. The Marlins and Pirates end up with a split of this four-game series. Pirates winning 5-1 Monday and 3-2 on Tuesday for the Marlins in 10-5-4 last night. And in 11, 3-2 here this afternoon. This was a great pitcher's duel for the longest time. Zach Thompson, the former Marlins starting for Pittsburgh, and Braxton Garrett for the Marlins. We were scoreless all the way into the fifth inning today, and when Thompson had recorded the first two outs in the fifth, we might get to the sixth with no score, but with two outs in the bottom half of the fifth inning, Billy Hamilton singled, so he had blazing speed at first base for Joey Wendell. The 0-1 to Wendell is ripped to right. That's big trouble. Castillo can't get it. Going to go to the wall. Watch Hamilton run around third, sprinting toward the plate. The throw home, and he's in there. What? No! They called him out. Did he block the plate? Donnie says, hold on. We want to take a look. I thought he got the hand in there. Hamilton is slow getting up. I think they're going to have to take a look he at He went this. right into the catcher. It's an RBI double for Joey Wendell and a 1-0 Marlins lead. Could have saved ourselves some time if they would just listen to us the first time. He got the hand in there safely. He also was blocked off the plate by the catcher delay. The Marlins won the challenge on both fronts. The plate was blocked. The man was safe. Bottom line, Wendell and RBI double. Marlins led this game 1-0. Braxton Garrett made that lead stand up through six innings. He was terrific in this one. Not only was he hanging zeros, he was also piling up strikeouts at, for him, a career-high rate. He had a total of eight strikeouts into the sixth inning, and as the pitch count was mounting, he struck out Yoshi Tutsugo, his ninth K to begin the sixth, and then went after Diego Castillo. Again, a 3-2, and he got him swinging. Strikeout number 10 for Braxton Garrett. 
He has matched his career high with back-to-back -back Ks to start the sixth. And the next man to the plate for the Buckos was Ben Gamel. The 1-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. A new career high, 11 Ks for Braxton Garrett. Fortes fires down to first to complete the punch out. Garrett strikes out the side in the sixth. What a terrific day for the young left-hander, Braxton Garrett. Six innings of two-hit shutout ball, 11 Ks. Garrett was done at that point. Six innings, two hits, no runs, two walks, a career-best 11 punch outs. Hit a couple of batters, 102 pitches, 67 strikes for Garrett this afternoon. And he exited with a 1-0 lead. Zach Thompson will go six and two-thirds for Pittsburgh. Allowed the run on four hits, walked three, struck out two. 102 pitches, 67 strikes for Thompson. The longest outing of his big league career. Two seasons with Miami and now Pittsburgh. Most pitches thrown in a major league game over two seasons with Miami and now Pittsburgh. And this game would stay one nothing as Anthony Bass worked out of a mess in the seventh inning. Stephen Okert then came on in the eighth inning. He struck out the first two men. Both Kebrian Hayes and Michael Chavis looking at strike three. But then Yoshi Tsutsugo reached on an infield hit. His bat exploded. And he hit a slow roller toward shortstop for an infield single. So trailing 1-0 with two outs in the eighth. Tsutsugo was runner at first base. Marlins playing a no-doubles defense with Diego Castillo. No, with, uh, yeah, Diego Castillo at the plate. Castillo, the 24-year-old Venezuelan. On 1-1, one, one, he pulls one. Down the third base line, it got under Anderson. Rolling toward the corner. Tsutsugo's headed for third. He's going to be waved home. And he is going to tie the game at one. Castillo's at second. Anderson was guarding the line, and somehow that ball got under him, and it's 1-1 one, one in the eighth. He dropped to a knee, tried to backhand the ball. It went under his glove and right between his legs. A critical error by Brian Anderson, and it was 1-1 in the top of the eighth. An unearned run against Stephen Oker, who then got Ben Gamble to fly out, ending the inning. But when the Marlins left a couple in their half of the eighth, we went to the ninth, deadlocked to run aside. Tanner Scott pitched around a pair of walks in a scoreless top of the ninth. In the bottom of the ninth, Marlins had two on with nobody out. Brian Anderson walked, Nick Fortes singled, but Brian De La Cruz struck out against... Dwayne Underwood Jr. Luke Williams then struck out. And when the Marlins had Jesus Sanchez lefty batter coming up, Manny Benuelos lefty came out of the bullpen, and Benuelos got Sanchez, did a fly ball left, sending this game into extra innings. Second straight night, and the sixth time in the last dozen games, the Marlins would need to work some overtime. Dylan Floro with the place runner at second base in the 10th inning, got the first man, Key Brian Hayes, to ground out to third base. Kevin Newman, the place runner, took third. So man at third, one out in the 10th. Pinch hitter Josh Van Meter lined to the second baseman, Joey Wendell, for out number two. And Yoshi Tsutsuga took a call, third strike. A masterful piece of pitching by Dylan Floro. And the Mons had a chance to walk it off in the bottom of the 10th in a 1-1 game. For Miami, the place runner was Jesus Sanchez facing Manny Banuelos, the top of the order. But Joey Wendell grounded to short, got the man to third with one out. But with the infield in, Garrett Cooper grounded to third for the second out. Sanchez had to hold. And then Jesus Aguilar grounded to third. And for the first time all year in game 88, we headed to the 11th inning. The Marlins and Pirates tied at one. Richard Blyer got the 11th. 
Yoshi Tutsuka was the place runner at second base. First man to bat was Jack Sawinski, whose ground ball to first was out number one, but it got Tutsugo to third. And with the go-ahead man 90 feet away, Ben Gamel batted for Pittsburgh. Payoff pitch to Gamel, and it's lined out toward left field. Williams going back, it's over his head. Pittsburgh has the lead. Tutsugo is in from third. Gamble's got an RBI double, 2-1 Pirates in the 11th. The Marlins then would intentionally walk Jake Marisnik, putting men at first and second with one out. And Blyer able to extricate himself from the inning. He struck out O'Neill Cruz, and he got Michael Perez on a comebacker. So the Pirates got the one run and took a 2-1 lead into the bottom half of inning number 11. Will Crow came on to try to wrap this one up for the Marlins. The place runner was Jesus Aguilar. Avi Garcia led off with a single. That put men at first and third. Aguilar was held at third base with nobody out. First and third, none out in the 11th. Brian Anderson came to the plate, and it looked like he was hit by a pitch initially. He was sent down to first base. The Pirates challenged the call. It was pretty evident on replay. The ball didn't hit Anderson's hand, but instead hit the knob of his bat. So Anderson was brought back with the count. No balls in a strike. Marlins down a run. They had the tying man at third, the winning man at first. Nobody out in the bottom of the 11th. Infield shortened up. The 0-1 pitch. Anderson lines with a right center. That's down for a hit. Aguilar scores to tie it. Garcia around second, headed to third. He's racing to the plate. Here comes Avi. It's another walk-off win. The Marlins score twice in the bottom of the 11th. Brian Anderson, the walk-off hero. And Miami stuns the Pirates 3-2. For the Marlins, their fifth walk-off victory of the season. Their second in as many games. They improved to 6-4 and four in extra innings. And now 16-19 and 19 in games decided by a single run. They have played the most one-run games in the majors. And just like last night, they win one today. Our final in 11, the Marlins 3 and the Pittsburgh Pirates, too. For Miami, three runs, nine hits, one error, ten left. For the Pirates, two runs, six hits, no errors. They strand a dozen in this game. The two teams combined to go four for 30 with men in scoring position. Miami, three out of 15. Pittsburgh, one for 15. Richard Blyer, the winning pitcher, two and one. Will Crow, blown save in the loss, three and six. Time of the ball game was four hours 13 minutes as the Marlins outlast Pittsburgh in 11 by the final of 3-2. So it's a four-game split for these two teams. The only games they'll play here at Lone Depot Park in 2022, but they'll play again before too long next weekend in Pittsburgh. Next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, a three-game set to close out the seven-game season series. The Marlins with the victory are now 24-18 beginning June 1st, and they're 43-45 overall. They improved to 22-19 here at home. As for the Pirates, well, they had won 4 of 5 and 9 of 15 coming in, but they fall to 38 and 52. They're back to 14 games under 500, 18 and 29 on the road. Boy, they got to be kicking themselves. They won the first two games of this series and then lose the next two after taking the lead in the top half of an extra inning, get walked off in the bottom. Last night it was a three-run 10th for the Marlins. Today, a two-run 11th. And the Marlins are victorious once again, 3-2 over the Pirates. It's a winning combination, strikeouts and charity. The Marlins are committed to fighting cancer in our community and are again this year proud to partner with AutoNation 
in support of their Drive Pink initiative. With every strikeout recorded by Marlins pitcher, $25 be donated to charities supporting a cure. And this is a big day in that regard because the Marlins matched a season high with a total of 16 strikeouts, 11 by the starter Braxton Garrett. 16 strikeouts means $400 for the season now. 755 strikeouts, $18,875 from the Marlins Totter Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. What a wild and crazy afternoon at the ballpark again. Um, Wednesday night was nuts. Yesterday afternoon was nuts. The Marlins win it. Thank goodness. Let's hear from Don Mattingly afterwards. Skipper, it was that kind of series. It was really crazy. I mean, the last couple of games. But, but the good news is you win both games. Yeah, I think that's kind of bottom line business, right? You know, we can deal with a lot and whatever happens. Uh, when you come out with wins, you feel good about it. And, um, you know, obviously we haven't gotten really – we didn't – it kind of stymied our offense the whole series, but to be able to get two and get, you know, some big hits when we needed them there in that game late, obviously in that game late, and, uh, just feels good to get another W out of that. Baseball is a game of redeeming features. Almost, um, you thought Anderson was going to get a couple chances after what happened, and he did. Uh, the ground ball, the tough play that oh, yeah, earlier. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't tell on that. It looked like it, it took some kind of little jump like hop. Funny, funny yeah, it looked like something because he was there. He didn't get a glove on it, so it was like his legs. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, I, I haven't seen it on, on yeah. replay. So, but it is a game, obviously. And then the replay looks like we have bases loaded and you know nobody out, and that goes backwards. And next thing you know, the game's over. So, um, but it is it is one of those that game drive you crazy sometimes, right? We had chances in that game to win it. We had chances to win it in the eighth, or at least take the lead in the eighth. Uh, and, you know, just a number of chances with guys, you know, guys in scoring position, but got to win. Feels like Braxton's day was three weeks ago at this point. <laughs> yeah, it really does, right? You forget that he even pitched. But, uh, you know, Brax's really good. Brax has been coming, and you can, you can really see it, the difference in him, like, now than when he not only first came up but even last year it's like he's just got so many more weapons you know the slider has developed the curveball he can you're throwing a two seamer now and the four he can get the ball to both sides of the plate uh it, like he has got some weapons for for teams and you can really see it the way he pitches and he understands i think how to use them and that's only going to get better how's me doing Again, I'm not sure. Obviously, he actually knocked a tooth, not out, but broke half of it off, and they found it, and he's at the dentist now, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, Billy seemed okay uh, on that one at the at the end of the day. Uh, Bert, I know, I think, I'm sure you know the growing strain. Uh, we'll see where that goes tomorrow. I think it's good getting him out of there. You know, Lee kind of told me it wasn't that bad, but I don't know what that means. At, the, at this point, so obviously you'll have some moving parts tomorrow. I was going to say, just maneuvering this game, too. You know, yeah, it's one of those, it's like you're kind of glad there's a DH, right? And to a game like today where your pitcher, you don't have to let him hit and all, all that kind of stuff. It really, but still, there's a lot of stuff going on with, you know, Aggie playing third and, and did it well. Um, you know, Andy's over at second. We, you know, he's moving guys everywhere, so. Um, yeah, it's kind of a nice little team effort. And bullpen again, another good job for for those guys. 
especially against the stretch of 17 straight games without a day off leading into All Star break. <laughs> Yeah, hanging in there, right? And that's what we talk about. Just keep fighting uh, up until the break. You obviously got a big series uh, tomorrow. It starts with Philly. Those guys have, you know, they bang it around pretty good. So, um, yeah, we'll see where that one goes. What have you seen from, I guess, Andy since he's been back? Okay. Uh, I don't think he, he – we feel like he was really good right before he got hurt. He was inside every ball on, on uh, offense. Um and he hasn't quite got that. Today's one of his, I thought, better days. I think he had a couple balls today. He had a ball out the right, and I know he's frustrated. He just missed. I thought he had a ball up the middle really well. The guy made a nice play on that last ball. He hits pure into right center, into that gap. So hopefully he's kind of on the way. He's been battling. So you know, he's, had a, he had a, he's had a rough couple of games with the glove, and I don't think it's necessarily like just kind of in-between stuff. Right, weird, weird little ball. I think that ball today. I, I, I got to believe that ball took some kind of weird hop uh, because of the Came way it en- the way it ended up. Um, you know, and then he had a, he had a little chopper, short hop earlier in the series that was kind of funky. Uh, the ball in New York was funky. Everything has been a little weird on that, but that that even itself out. Uh, so, but offensively, I think he's starting. You're starting to see a better, better swing. Yeah. Thompson on the other side. Yeah, pretty good. Obviously, we he had some games, uh, you know, last year for us that we liked. You know, did a nice job for us last year. We thought, um, yeah. So, hopefully, that's a trade. It's gonna work out for both teams. That was Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins' victory in extra innings over the Pittsburgh Pirates yesterday. Before we wrap things up, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Uh, crazy, crazy afternoon in baseball in Miami at Lone Depot Park yesterday. The Marlins in 11 innings. They upend the Pirates. They beat them, walk them off in extras for the second consecutive game. They split that four-game series. The Marlins are back to two under 500 at 43 and 45. The Pirates fell to 38 and 52 on the season. You know, Donnie talked about it a little bit, but the Marlins continue to grind. They they just continue to grind, and we'll see where that takes them. Uh, the good news is that Sandy Alcantara is on the mound tonight. He'll go opposite of the right-hander Kyle Gibson. It's a 6:40 start in Miami. We'll hit the air at 6:10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.